Good morning, y'all. Follow the leader. I'm glad you're following. If you're following, you're here at the top of the week. Top of the week podcast. You know, I get down. We'll see how, how long I go. I can't really tell you. It's just there's a lot of news. Jimmy Butler in the game winning shots. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. That 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 move is crazy. It looks difficult to even accomplish. But he gets it done. Um The Eagles, 25-22. Last second wins all day in Philly. Except for Villanova. You know Villanova. Congratulations once again to Jay Wright. Uh winning the Avocare Invitational Championship. It was just great comeback. Five and two teams. Villanova's back. So start talking about him. Let's get on to the Sixers first. I want to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about the progress, 14 and 8, and how far they can go. We're going to talk about how Sixers are on and off. It's like you can't really like make of really what that team is going to do. Um, t- today in Stock Rises, I will be even more incorporated to um, talk about Got some articles coming out there. It's just big. It's just real big. Um, How Philly played trifecta. Triple threat. Villanova winning. And then Eagles staying in the playoff hunt. And then the Sixers just looking like they're rising more and more. We come to a, um, you know, you got to come to that clutch gene. And that's what I told people about Carson Wentz. He has something different. He has something different in his DNA. He's been playing good ever since he came back. He had the one bad game where everybody had a bad game against New Orleans. But um, you got to understand, this dude has been clutch ever since he's been here. He, he's been learning on the go. It's like he's the Joel Embiid of his team to be so ready so early. You know, Joel Embiid had a good rookie season. So the car said, he showed you exactly, excuse me, he showed you exactly what everything's about. Man, I've been up since four, writing. I got some fan-sided articles dropping, victory bell rings. Just trying to get to the point of everything. Um, What a team win by the Sixers. You want to talk about strength? You want to talk about staying with it? This team's going to stay with it. They're going to battle. I know what the Giants, everybody talk about. What's oh, the Giants? Well, this, the Eagles, any big win is a, any win is a big win right now. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no, any win is a big win. We're going to get to this. Um, the biggest thing, I think, is... is um, the Sixers are being considered the six and two since Jimmy Butler was there. And just a lot of people, you, you saw followers, oh, get used to zone defense or something like that, man. I'm like, man, well, does he even know who Jimmy Butler is? Does he know who he is? Slangy Shamit, 16 points, 4 for 4 from the three point line in 19 minutes. This dude just eat it up. He eats it up. He eats it up. Super way, he just really eats it up. Um, we want to go to a couple of uh, games from the Sixers. 
The Cavalier game was 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 crazy. Cavaliers came out, they wanted it. Pelicans, the Suns. It's like some it's some games where we we had to go back and look at. And then the Hornets. Alright. Let's go back to the first one was the Hornets game. And you go back to that game winner. Kimball Walker had 60. 60 points. Woo! Man, this dude is for real. If he ain't one of the top five point guards, ain't no point guards. Y'all talk all the mess about Curry, but this dude, not only was he getting to the hole, he was slicing and dicing. He was slicing and dicing, man. He's 21-34 from the field. Not just 6-14 from three. 12-12 on three free throw lines. Seven rebounds, four assists, four steals. Kimber Walker is serious, man. He is serious. Everybody on the other t- on the team, you know, Lamb had 20. 10 rebounds, 3 assists. But Kimball was just, man. Kimball. Miles Bridges, of course, from Michigan State had 9 points. My guy, so did Dwayne Bacon from Florida State. He had 9. Plays for that team. Two high prospects coming out college. In Philly, let's go. 33 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. It be just man. Listen, two five from three point. He's getting better and better from a three point shot. Okay. Uh, ben Simmons had twenty three points. Man, eleven rebounds, nine assists, two steals. Goodness. Butler had fifteen points, four assists, two blocks, two steals in that game. Don't underlook that game. You two key blocks on Kimber. Two key blocks on Kimber. Two key blocks. That were just as important as 15. This is important as 33 points from Joel Embiid. This important as anything. He was the, listen, you look at Embiid's numbers, but the man in that game, the man in that game, without a doubt, without a question, was Jimmy Butler. Not only did he have the two key blocks, especially the last block, he went back after the last block and hit the game winner. Telling you, man, um, just an impactful player is Jimmy Butler, man. I mean, that was the way to really mark your game. I'm starting from this game because this is really what marks that legacy. All right? In Philly, I mean, I think he's in Philly. You know, of course he's not going to, but Philly going to make that happen. Philly is going to make that happen. Period. Um. After the Hornets game, the next game, the Suns, and that got kind of sloppy. I kind of sloppy, man. You know, they was down. But once again, MB, 33 points. Like, this is like nothing to do. I think it's a scary thing, you know. It's like nothing to do. Like, he'll get 33 and 20 on you quick. He had 33 and 17 with three steals. Ben had 19, 11, and 9 assists. And Butler had 16 in that game. But don't forget JJ 17. And don't forget Muscala's 19 and 5. I think being thrown under the bus big time. How good Muscala been? You know, Devin Booker, they did what they, they tried to do what they could. You know, Devin Booker's a, an amazing player, man. Aiden still had 17 and 9. I guess him be good dude, good dude, good dude. Two, two of the best centers going to be in the league. Aiden's going to be an all-star. 
I, I see it, you know, when it came out, you know, it just amazed me like that, but big time. Um, put the questions of what we really feel and how we, um, Philadelphia is a fighting team right now. I think defensively they haven't come together all the way. Against the Pelicans, the duel between Embiid and Davis. Yes, Embiid put Davis to sleep. Yes, he did. Rock the baby to sleep. I mean, real good duel. Davis had 12, <laughs> 16 points, 6 assists. He's 4-13 for 13 from the field, 0-2 for 2 from 3. He just couldn't do it against Embiid this game. Six assists, five steals, five blocks. Looking good, right? Well, Joel Embiid just said, forget it, man. I get like two blocks, two assists. But I get 31 and 19. You can have all that block assists and stuff. You can have all that. Two, four from the three-point line, seven, nine from the free throw line, 11, 23 from the field. We're talking about dominating. Dominating. Dominated Davis. Um, 13 that game for Chandler, who has six rebounds. Hey, you don't, he don't get enough. Credit of how good the two-way player he is. Ben Simmons, 22 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, two blocks, one steal. The man. The best two-way point guard in the league. J.J. Riddick had 13, and Butler had 13. But it was all MB and Simmons. See, that's what makes this team. People don't understand. Jimmy Butler didn't come here to save this team like we didn't, there was no stars. Jimmy Butler came to tell you that I'm helping these two. You know, even when Markel came, Markel's still going to listen. He was on the sideline cheering. I think he's not going anywhere. We keep on hearing these speculations. Um, Cleveland Cleveland put out an offer. Philly didn't put out an offer. Philly's not even up at him for any trades. People want to talk about Markel Fultz. They want him. A, a lot of people know that this guy's talented. The only people who don't think this guy's talented are some knucklehead followers. Everybody knows. Look, let us get him because there ain't no, going to be no pressure around here with us. You know, this ain't Philly, you know. But Philly knows what they're getting with this guy. They know they don't want to trade him. They've seen his talent. Like everybody else that's looking, they're not even tripped out. They got to answer questions because they're, they're like, they're, they're, they're leeches. People just want information. It's the tightest thing trending. Oh, Markel Fultz shot. He can't even blink wrong. Oh, look, did you see that blink? Did you see that blink? I mean, you can't do nothing. This man can't sneeze. Oh, my God, look at the booger. He can't do nothing. I've never seen nothing like this. Like, this is not even a terrible. Even Stephen A., the great Stephen A., my guy. Shout out Stephen A. first take, Stephen A. Smith show. But you got to be crazy, Stephen A. What, see, that's how you know people are good, but it's like I'm wrong, he's wrong. What do you mean he's close to a bus? Then he said he can score, but no, a bus is a bus. A bus is a – you talk about a first. He shouldn't have been a first-round draft pick. Okay, but a bus is a bus. To me, Nolan Noel's a bus. Mike Carter-Williams a bus. Guys who were expected to be certain talents and they wasn't. But you're talking about, is he a first-round draft pick? You haven't even given him 30 minutes a game to let to, to soak that out if he's a first-round overall pick. How about that one? If he's a first overall pick, how come he don't get the 30 minutes a game that a first overall pick deserves? How, how much has he been averaging? Markel Fultz, when he averages 21 or more minutes, Philadelphia is 9-1. They're 9-1. When he scores, when he, when he, when he averages double figures and has more than nine attempts a game, 
Markel Fultz is averaging 12.8 points. I put that out there. 12.8 points. Now, four rebounds and almost eight assists. Like, stop it. He tried three points. He let y'all know he can hit threes. Let this man play his game and groom. Just coming back to them threes. He stopped doing that because that wasn't his game. It was taken away from his game. Why would he want to put a shot up that it don't count? And if you look at all this that Markel did during that time when he when I, I said he was that they were when he scored in double figures and attempted more than nine shots, nine shots or more, he also was hitting forty nine percent from the field. Along with averaging almost thirteen points and five rebounds and eight assists. You took him completely away from his game. Twenty one minutes or more. When he had a plus, when he had a positive plus minus, Philadelphia was winning too. Same thing. Same thing. Philadelphia was like nobody talks about this, but they want to talk. Oh, his shot looked like this. Oh God, this guy don't look count, uh, confident. Oh my God, that's why. And, it, and I think speculations come out. I'm gonna let y'all know about speculations, and sometimes you gotta look at what's going on even more because. When something trends now, it's different from back, you know, writers didn't have social media. But when something trends, everybody follows on it. Their opinions become facts. They'll put they'll, they'll put something in there like Markel Fultz should be traded. Somebody say, man, I don't think Markel Fultz wants to be there no more the way they're treating him. And that will leak out. It will leak out and another writer will attach to it and another writer will attach to it. It's not even the true fact. It will go out there. There are multiple sources. Multiple sources could be three writers talking in a room. Do y'all know that? Just remember that. If you don't see Elton Brand come out, you don't see Mark Josh, them guys come out, you don't see Brett Brown come out, nobody is because Agent ain't came out. Agent ain't came up, woke up like, hold on, I ain't told nobody that Markel wanted to be traded. Not, not one person. Yeah, his agent. If it's true, why wouldn't he say it? Because that's a business move. You want your client out of here. You want them out, and so you want everybody to know so this could be evident and it could go down. That's a business move. Why would you play with that? Oh, man, no. I, I said it yesterday, but I'm not going to say it today. That sounds crazy. That sounds ridiculous. But um, back to the game. <laughs> Philly won the game 121-120. Good game. I mean, more holiday. Them boys had 30 each. 30 pieces. 30 each against the Sixers and Nikolai Meritage is really having a good success, you know, as Luther and Julius Randle, man. I mean, Lakers, what were y'all doing? I mean, I understand what y'all trying to do, you know, because Andrew Wiggins didn't make Cleveland because of LeBron. You know what I mean? I mean, that's two guys from the same draft didn't make it because of LeBron. <laughs> you know, Julius Randle got to get out of here because they want to clear cap room and all this. But dude is good. I mean, why he couldn't play LeBron if you were really trying to win? I just didn't get that whole, you know, whole thing. It just didn't make no sense to me. But Sixers are uh, that that game was needed because New Orleans made the playoffs. They are a competitive team. Philly needs to beat teams like that because they're having hard times with Phoenix Suns and the Brooklyn Nets. Or are we just underestimating? I think it is because they are the the, the lower teams. But Phoenix is they got the talent to upset teams. Josh Jackson, T.J. Warren, Michael Bridges breaking out, Devin Booker. Okay. You got Trevor Reeves and Jamal Crawford. Some bets on there. DeAndre Ayton. I mean, you got the guys on there to make a move. I think it's no doubt about it. 
I think that is just no doubt. All right. Now, the Cavs, it's, um, you think I wasn't hurt by it? I was hurt. I just don't want to see them lose nothing, man. I, that's just all me, man, but especially the Cavs. But Riley Hood, hey, look, he came from Duke with Jabari, and I just knew he had the talent to score. He can score. If, if, if Cleveland is smart, you keep your guys hitting 20 points like that. Him, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton. You got to really be sure with yourself. Make sure Tristan stays intact. Y'all got to have a vet. Sid Osman had 20. Get these guys to get them play together. Larry Nance obviously isn't doing, you know, you know, we're going to that point, but I didn't see nothing on that end of, of what Larry Nance Jr. is doing. But I say that guys like Jordan Clarkson are still scoring 19 points in 20 minutes. You got to keep those guys. Joel Embiid, 24 and 12, three assists. Man, I swear. Ben Simmons, 22 points, 10 assists. Great game. Once again, one steal, one block, and, you know, get one for it. J.J. Reddy, 23 points. Butler, 22. 10 points for Shamit. Once again, the bench scorcher. The man that comes off the bench and, you know, ignites. There are shooters on Philly. Landry Shamit, Mike Muscala. They can shoot on you. They can't do it. I'm just saying. Wilson Chandler, he can shoot from this spot. I mean, these aren't dead ball shooters, but they can shoot from the three-point line. Joel Embiid can shoot from the three-point line. You know, you got J.J., you got Butler. They all have proven. He was three for four against Cleveland. I mean, Butler has really proven he can shoot that three. He has proven that. I mean, he's a three. He's just a score. That's what I call just a score. A guy who's going to get in. If it's a three-point shot, if it's a drive, if it's the free throw, if it's the, if it's the mid-range jumper. I mean, either way, either way. Um, then we got after Cleveland. Okay, we we assemble ourselves to come to a game that needs to redeem that. Okay, need to redeem that game. Got to redeem that game, and they go against the Nets. Now, at first it started out like it looked like the Cleveland game again. It looked like the Phoenix game. All this. Lower teams, man, that's how you know the chemistry not there yet. That's all it is, miscommunication, especially on defense. I think defense is the hardest thing to get on besides offense. Like Jimmy Butler said in his introduction interview to Philly, it was like the offense is easy. And as you can see, they have been racking up points since he's been there. 111, 113, 122, 119, 121, 121. You have to purely outscore the 127, which is hard right now. They are really busting points up. The Raptors are 17-4. The Philly is 14-8. They're gaining up on them. They're going to come up on them. It's going to be a game, too. I think the Raptors are the best team in the East right now, rightfully so. Kawhi has took over as king of the East. It's him and MB. And then Butler's coming. Then Simmons. I mean, that you got, okay, you got Greek Freak. Listen, because Kawhi, MB, Greek Freak, Greek free right behind, but he's not. He's just not MB. I mean, when you're seven two, it could do what you do. That's a little. I mean, stuff he does on the court. It's not Greek freak, man. But Greek freak is a beast, and he's an MVP candidate. Now, after that, who are the best players? Is Kyrie? Well, no, I'm gonna give it to Ben Simmons. If you look at between Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and Jimmy Butler, I'm gonna give it to Ben Simmons. He's just been spectacular. And then you give it to. Perhaps I say it's a tie between Kyrie and Jimmy. 
because Jimmy done came in the game and, and been that executing. So I put him over Kyrie right now. You know, Boston's 10 and 10 right now, man. Can we can we talk about that? Philly is 14 and 8. Boston is 10 and 10. All right. Let, let's 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 get on that point. Everybody talk Boston. Uh, I know we got Jimmy to make us better, but hey, we there now. So don't be talking Boston right now. Don't talk Boston. There are two games off of Brooklyn's eight and thirteen. And and by the way, the East is way more competitive than people think. New York and Brooklyn teams like that can upset good Western teams. They're tough young teams, good coach team. David Fitzgerald's doing a great job in New York. Brooklyn, Jared Allen, D'Angelo Russell, them guys and, and Spencer Dinwiddie playing like dogs. I mean, that Atlantic division got some the, the bottom of that pot, you don't want to see it. Them boys want to be noticed. All right. Now, let's go to the next game, and then we'll talk about the next game, all right, which will be on MTV, NBA TV, the New York Knicks. We'll talk about that next game. Um, Wilson Chandler, 10 points again, 2-4 from the three-point line. Y'all y'all underlooked that? I know y'all are. 10 points, three rebounds, five assists. Wilson Chandler is an all-around player. Both ways. I, I love him on the court. All right, Joel Embiid, 32 points, 12. 32 and 12, like it's nothing. Four assists, two blocks. Doing what he do. This is another day in the office. I mean, if this guy is not the best player in the East, I'm giving Kawhi it because I, I take in consideration what some writers say. He has upgraded Toronto. You lost Demar, you lost another guy, you bring in Kawhi Leonard, and boom. But he wasn't the only guy, other guy traded there. You know, Danny Green was traded there too. Okay, they have a team. They had they was the number one team before. You just add another star at the trading star. These are younger players you got. It's not like a young team Kawhi is sound, surrounded with like Jimmy Butler, you know. So, and, but these are transcendent superstars. Jim Ben Simmons is going to get. He has to get a three point shot. He all he got to do is play how he playing. Everybody just salivating at the the, the thought when he get that shot. Cancel Christmas. MVP is, is in. He's going to be top three every year. That's a twenty point a game person every year. All right. He's having a triple, almost triple double now. He's just so patient. He just wants to learn the game. He had a plus nine rating last game. Thirteen points, five rebounds, nine assists, three steals, two blocks. Mm. You think it's not that big? This man had an all around game on both sides of the floor. You know, he went against D'Angelo Russell. You know, at the point who had a thirty eight piece with eight assists. And D'Angelo Russell was something nice. Angelo Russell has been having seasons ever since he's been there. He's averaging 17.8 points, five rebounds, four, five assists, four rebounds. To me, I still think he's that guy that can just be a star on this team, which he is. He's that guy. He got his contract. He got his love in, 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 in New Jersey. I mean, in Brooklyn. He's doing his thing. Now, we are talking even more. So, uh, Jared Allen, 17 points, 10 rebounds. He has been good. Draft pick. Right out of um, Texas, averaging 12 points, 8 rebounds, 1.6 blocks. I really channel. I, I'm excited for this kid because I knew he could be that type of player, and he is. Um, that really clearly states just how good, you know, that draft comes to. Then, then when he had 31 points, he's really become something good, man. <laughs> like, for real, then with him. All that money Allen Crabb got, he had 25 minutes and zero points. Unexcusable. It's a lot of money he got, you know. Philly almost got him. Bench player. Okay. Let's get to the Sixers. Back to the Sixers. 
we are really, really focused on this team. As you can see, y'all, y'all see the buzzing. I mean, I'm just sitting here. I get notifications. Uh, y'all gonna feel it. People asking questions, emails on interviews. I get it. Right here. Um, if you look solely. At this team and what they provide and what they do. Jimmy Butler's is awesome. The game he had this game really clarified. I mean, JJ really a little off on three point one for five. He had fifteen points. Four rebounds, two assists. Hey, four four from the free throw line. But Jimmy Butler had thirty four points, a plus sixteen. Four steals, two assists, 12 rebounds. That's big. Six offensive and six defense. That means on both sides of the floor against the other team and on his floor, he was being a rebounder. That, that, see, you talk about 34 points, but let's talk about 12 rebounds, six offenses, six defense. Four steals. He's always, I mean, he's, he's an all star this year. We got two all stars for sure. If they cheat Ben like they always do, you're going to look at Ben numbers and what you're going to say. There's no point guard with his field goal percentage. Oh, he's 16. Well, so too bad. Sorry. That, that's a phenomenon right there. He's playing. And then he's guarding y'all point guard. He's shutting y'all down. He's hitting 54% from the field, man. He's gotten better with free throws. He's averaging. He's got double-doubles. There's not too many point guards doing exactly what Ben Simmons is doing at 6'10". The, only, the big fact that makes him a super all-star, he's 6'10 playing point guard. He's definitely an all-star. Okay. 34 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. I mean, two assists, four steals. He was five for six from the three-point line. 11 for 20 from the field. Seven for seven from the free throw line. I mean, he just took the game over. Landry Sherman, 19 minutes. 16 points, uh, two rebounds, an assist. He's five for seven from the field. Four for four from the three-point line. Two for two from the free throw line. The ex the excellent spark plug off the bench. TJ McConnell, four points, minus five. We need Markel back. Because if Markel had 18 minutes, I guarantee you. And, and and being away from the game is motivating him. I think when he comes back, he becomes something different. He adds something to this team different. And Markel, I, I, I really believe that. And they don't give Court Miles enough run at the three. But I guess it is, they need that backup point. Shaman is playing two, really. And Muscala coming in, who he, he usually has a big game. They really have a game. He didn't hit a shot 0 for 4. He's been a good three-point shooter. This team is going to be dangerous after the – like, the more they play, the more dangerous they become. And that jump – I mean, he went back, stepped back. That's his shot. It's the same shot against Charlotte. You know? Same shot, man. I'm a little impressed – too impressed by it, you know. I'm super impressed by just how good this team is becoming. I can't even begin to describe how impressed I am with this team. But also, on the downside, the defense has to get better. It just has to. If the defense is not better, then things get a little different, all right? 
they get a little different. When the defense is not good, things get a little different. All right. That's just how it is. Now we're coming to the Sixers and where they could possibly be. Sixers are continuing to win. I think they'll be, t- be in between 20 and 25. And a guy I like is Jalen Smith. I like Jalen Smith. I like Shitu. Simisola Shitu is a big time player. Big time. He gives you a size. He gives you range. We need that power forward. If you're talking about the best, uh, Situ is another guy, 6'10". Jalen Smith and Situ, 6'10". One guy's like an all-around talent. I mean, Situ can pass the ball. Um, We'll get into more about where that guy is. Simisola Situ is a prospect that can play ball. And I don't think nobody really realizes how good this guy. Vanderbilt got a couple of guys. Vanderbilt got a couple of guys that can definitely ball out. Definitely ball out. Um, You got Darius Garland, who maybe would be a guy, but he's a point guard. I don't think Philly's really interested in guard. He needs front court help. Front court help. Front court help is uh and, and this draft is interesting. Just watch the games that you look at. Situ was a five star talent, a number one in Vermont and number three power forward, and eleventh ranked nationally. I mean, big time guy. And you ask, you be like, okay, so tell me something, leader. What is he averaging? What is this guy doing on the court? Well, simple. We look at this guy. Simisola Shitu averaging 16 points, 9 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 1.1 1. 1 block. He's also shooting 52% from the field. You don't see no three-point shot, but what he does is he's inside, he drives, he can pass. He had a real breakout game against uh, – he, he had a game that clearly stated what type of guy he was. Uh, he can get eight point rebounds, three assists, 20 points like he did against Kent State, or he can get you 20 points, six rebounds, three blocks. He can get you 14 and 15. He is a power forward. Jalen Smith. Who is Jalen Smith? People want to know who that is. He's been on my boards, and I'm so proud of him. I remember having a couple of interviews with him. That is my guy. I got an interview with him on NBA Draft Room because I suspected that. I mean, I'm just proud he's even in the talks. Like, seriously. Do y'all know, like, Jalen Smith has really come a long way. You come through to it. He's from Merlin. He's a guy that, that came up probably the best player in Merlin to me for that class. If you want to ask me, committed to Merlin. Number one player in Merlin, you know, by a lot of people. Third-ranked center and 16th-ranked nationally by um, 247 Sports. He's a five-star. Once again, he's averaging 13.7 rebounds, two assists. He's more all-around in a situ to me. I think he's trying to develop a three-point shot. He's shooting 52% from the field. Um, one of his big games, 16 points, 10 rebounds, five assists against Mount St. Mary's. Um, he was one for two from three-point line against Navy when coming in. 
Because he tried one hit one. I just had to make that evident. He is trying to develop more and more. That's how you know a guy's trying to develop. You see the percentage there. But you see him trying to develop. And guys like this, you don't have to sit there and put them in. You can let them develop and bring them up. I think Jalen Smith is perfect for Philly. All right, if you want to get to the, we're getting down to nitty-gritty drafts, the draft buzz. Louis King at small forward. I'm going to tell you this, man. Is he ready? Is Louis King ready? Is he ready? Oregon. I'm ready to see him. Five-star, man. 20th in the nation. Number two out of New Jersey, fifth-ranked small forward. You have to be a little bit more like you, and we ain't seen exactly what it's time to see yet. He hasn't got on the floor. The country is waiting for the King Louis. I'm waiting, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm waiting. Oregon's gonna be something with Bo Bo as something big. O'Shea Project. That's another guy. He can do a lot. He, you know what he remind me of? Sean Marion. Anytime you see a small forward, and he's 21 rated on NBA draft room as a prospect. He's 6'8", 210. Anytime you see a guy that can get rebounds like he gets, 14 points, 8 assists, almost 15 points, 8 assists. I, I, I really like his game. like it a lot. Syracuse, I mean, I didn't think he would be so impactful so quick. He's not shooting good from the field. That's the scary part. 32% from the field, man. That has to change. But he has unbelievable potential with this team. He was always a guy. I was like, who is this guy? And you got to see it. I mean, he, he's he's a three. He came out of three-star, high three-star. Number one out of um, Canada, on I mean, Ontario, to, uh, to, Toronto. You know, number one out that area in Canada. 30th-ranked small forward. He's a talent. He's a strict, he's straight up talent. Man, you can't even deny what he brings to the table. You look at guys like Sagaba Kanati, because I think defense needs to be a strong point. It does. It needs to be a strong point. Okay, West Virginia Center, you want to know where he comes from? He's a, he's a three-star, number five out of Pennsylvania, went to Kennedy Catholic, Hermitage, PA, 39-ranked small forward, 156-ranked player in the nation, four I mean, for the 2016 class, um, he's he's a he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He's six eight two four. He looks bigger than that. I mean, he just comes in there and plays like a man. I'm looking for you know, we want to talk about Justin Patton also. Justin Patton is a good pickup. I mean, this guy can play, and we can, we need to get more into that 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 you know that eye of just how good Justin Patton can be. He can play the power forward position. Osaka Bakanazi, who is the number 22nd ranked player in the nation. Uh, I mean, in his draft, 2019 draft. He is averaging 15 points, 8 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 2.2 blocks. I really like this dude. I, I like him. He's shooting 45% from the three-point line this year. How about that? 47% from the field. I like him. I, I like his old. We need that defensive presence. I think he's a good player to look at at that position. He's a fantastic player to look at at that position. 
You look at guys like Moses Brown. What I think going up? Ain't, ain't no way Philly can can attach to Moses, and plus he's a true center. Uh, Lucas Samanick. He's 6'10", 215. Had an interview with him in the NBA draft room. You can go check that out. You can go to the NBA draft room. Check out the mock draft. You'll see one on one interview next to his uh, profile. That's the interview with him and me. Uh, he he got some talent, man. He can shoot. He's 6'10". I wouldn't be surprised if Brett Brown from the school of from the school of um, um, Greg Popovich wouldn't go get a foreign guy that can shoot those threes, bring him off the bench. You know, a 6'10 guy, he can shoot. So watch out for him. You look at a guy like Gogo, but um, you know, I'm, I'm a little in between him and Bruno Fernando. I mean, if you look at these guys, you got to be a little bit different because you're looking for front court help. We just, I, I just need some offense and defense. I need this guy, the, the, the guy that Philly needs now, since you got the stars, just need guys that can help. And that's the great part about getting a guy like Jimmy Butler. Now you can just build pieces. You can just build on pieces. Build them on. You talk about a player that can just play ball. But I think could have came out last year, but in this draft, was so deep. Bruno Fernando, so deep. What can you do with that? All right. Bruno Fernando is a 27th-ranked player. And I will be coming out with my prospects soon. I won't come out with a mock draft until I come out with my mock drafts, presumably when the season's over. That's why you will see my NFL draft room. You will see my mock draft. When the season's over. Bruno Fernando is averaging 16.9 rebounds a game. Two and a half blocks. And he's, he's 6'10". You can bring this guy in. You need these big guys that can play. I mean, it just matters. It really matters. Jalen Hands, watch out. Do they want another guard? I just don't think a guard is on their repertoire. Jonte Porter, he can, he's 6'11", 240. I think it'll be a good second-round pick because he's not going to be in the first round if he comes out. I don't see that happening. Uh, no way, no how. I just don't see that happening. Other guys, Kevin Porter Jr. is is going. We want to talk about some NBA draft from Kevin Porter Jr. I think is going up more higher. Darius Garland's looking good. Romeo Langford looking good. Decent draft. Um, I don't think these guys are guys that could be stars, but they could be scorers, come off the bench. Romeo Langford looks like a killer. He can be in between the starter and the bench player. Darius Garland looks like a killer. It could be the same thing. We'll just see what happens. These guys are good, but not as good as other guys that have been in this draft. Kevin Porter looks like a player. And he looked like a player. Hachimara looked like a guy that could start. I don't know how great he'll be, but he could start probably 15, 10 guy, 15, 8, 14, 13, 8. Uh, Daniel Gaffer looks like something special. Kelton Johnson has been putting it down. All right. NBA draft from draft. We will come into more and see what's going on. Charles Bassey. That's another guy the Sixers could get. I think he'll move down. I think when it all comes down to it, Charles Bassey will move down in the draft because of certain guys' talents. Charles Bassey is the seventh-ranked prospect right now. He's averaging 14.7, 10 rebounds, 59% from the field. He's shooting 66% from the three-point line. I'm, he's developing his game. 
He just he just said 1.3 steals. I mean, that'll be a good 6'11 guy. Yeah, I mean, I talked to him. Shout out to him committing to Western Kentucky, reclassifying. I'm just looking at that team. I'm like, Philly could use a big guy like that. All right. Totally, totally something to look at. And the second round, guys that can move up. I see Tyler Hero. If you're looking at guys that maybe Philly has Landry Sham and Zyre Smith. So we're talking about two players with this team that still got to get extensive time. Zymer Smith can play shooting guard. You got really you got Landry Smith at a point guard. You got a backup, a backcourt right there. If you want to put Zion Smith, who can defend the three at the backup small forward. Then we're talking about maybe a Tyler Hero, who's a natural born shooter by NBA draft room. Rex Chapman comparison. He can light it up. It's no doubt. He can light it up. Five star shooting guard. Out this 2018 class, a, a big pickup by Kentucky because they needed that one. And he's averaging 10 points a game, 3.7 rebounds, 2.8 assists. 39% from the field, not too great. 29% from the three-point line. I think a little bit of rushing shots more than anything that you look at for this team. Um, if we are even talking about other guys, P.J. Washington, 6'8", 235, he's a strong dude. We're talking about a guy off the bench who can score. We're not talking about starters. Darius Baisley could be another guy that could come in there and we could see him do something. Training for the draft. He's not in the G League no more. We'll see what happens. You know, he can he can shoot from the outside. He can drive. That, that, that's a guy to look at that Philly could take and, you know, develop. Jalen McDaniels, very, very good forward. Very good forward, ladies and gentlemen, that Philly could get. Like I said, when we go into the second hour and we talk about NBA draft, we're going to talk about a lot. But this guy can play 15.7.6 rebounds. Um, Looking at his size at 6'10 and what he can do on the floor. Jalen McDaniels, his brother Jay McDaniels is already being recruited. But these brothers is, I mean, goodness. He's hitting 41% from three-point line right now. I just love his talent. I think he can move into the first round. I think he could definitely move to the first round. Caleb Martin, small forward. Eh. It don't impress me too much for Philly. I don't think he'll move up. Pascal has moved down. You know, rightfully so. Kerwin Roach is explosive. He is explosive. I, I I would love him. Anybody athletic like that, yeah. Kasha Moshidi was second, second round. But anyway, like I've said millions of times, Philadelphia has the, the this is a different draft. And if if you think I see anybody that Philly would try to move up for, now I, I've been asked that. And if it's anybody that I think Philadelphia would try to move up for and they could, it might be Dan Boyer. He might be the excellent pick for Philadelphia. DM Boyer, 6'9", 215. Can they do it? Can they do it? And I say a little. Hey, he's moving down in boards. He's moving down. Chris Wilkes is another pick that you could probably move up. Naz Reed. Like, these are guys, if they're attached to 21, 22, they could try to move up for. Keldon Johnson. 
You want some killers. Daniel Gafford. You guys who I think they'll move up for? Um, eh. I don't know. You know, I don't think that's their pick at that position. Kevin Porter Jr. Athletes. Guys who can get up. Could be Romeo. He's 6'6". The way they position players now, they're putting you in a position to just play. You got Ben Simmons at 6'10". So Romeo could play the small forward position on Philadelphia. Um, But the guys who, Daniel Gafford, Kelton Johnson, Naz Reed, Chris Wilkes, Nazir Little. Those are guys I feel like Philly will move up to get. All right. Now, listen, y'all, I'm out. This is the first hour coming here. We're about to be out real soon. What I want to talk about is Philly's New York Knicks matchup coming up. Yes, the New York Knicks are coming up for Philly. And they could lose if they play down and they're not there. They're not to that elite point yet. I think Toronto's more clenched together and playing some of their best ball. I think you could just see it. They're going to get good, but they're also going to get hit by Philly who ain't playing their best ball. All right? Philadelphia going against the Knicks. What do you see in this team? What do I see in this squad? Uh, Philadelphia will go against a squad that's working hard. And without Porzingis, you really don't get the full effect. Tim Hardaway Jr. is doing what he does the most. He's the guy. 23 a game. I mean, he's to his regular self now. He's that guy. 3.5 rebounds, 2.9 assists. Um, Tim Hardaway is becoming that guy. 40% from the field. 37% from the three-point line. And this Katna, 15 points a game, uh, 12 rebounds. But you're going against Joel Embiid, so watch yourself. But he's a tough guy. He's always been tough and one of the best bigs in the league. And so, uh, you know, shout out and much love to him. Trey Burke, 13 points a game, man. 13 points a game for Trey Burke. He's been a, he's been a dog, man. Been a dog. 3.5 assists. Manuel Moutier, 11 points a game. Like this cat right here, he wants to be recognized, man. He wants y'all to know who he is. Alonzo Trier, hey, for y'all not drafting that kid, it just really shows you how how these guys are. What are y'all drafting? This dude was a dog, and I know he got hurt, but how do y'all scout and don't get a guy like this? He just gave New York a, a, a killer. Manuel Moutier's trying his best, you know. He's hitting 49% from the field this year, though. 30% from three-pointers. So, for those who are not recognizing the improvement in Emmanuel Moutier, y'all just blind. All right. Um, Noah Vonley. See, this is interesting. Noah Vonley. Uh, we'll see if Knox is playing. Mario Hinzoya, uh, one of the top international players, is also there with this team. Unbelievable. Noah Vonley uh, was one of the top five picks, top ten picks, excuse me, in the draft. Eight points, eight rebounds this year. It's good to see that from him because he was really projected to be this, wow, this player, you know, top five talent. And he wasn't really getting it. Now he's getting it. He's he's 48% from the field, 41% from three-point line, 75% from the free throw line, eight points. Eight, he's touching the ceiling, 1.0 blocks. He's touching the ceiling. Yeah, 14 and 11 and five assists against New Orleans. Two two blocks, two steals. Yeah, 16 and 10 against Boston. Yeah, 14 and 14 against Portland. Here he comes. 
he's starting to unlock his potential, you know? So, um, and then you got Kevin Knox. I mean, New York has some hidden gems in there, man. I mean, these guys all get together, get coached good by Fisdale, which I think I think he has a more talented team this year than he did with Memphis and when he made the playoffs. I can see New York really making a run for their eighth spot. They have some talented players. Kevin Knox, Lionel Trier, um, Noah Vonley. Okay, Mitchell Robinson's another guy. You got to look at these guys. Look at Frank, the point guard from last year. He has talent. Six points a game. Um, I don't really see. He's not shooting as great. And he's still developing. You know how young this kid is? Like, he, you know how young this kid is? Just like folks. But I bet you don't hear nothing about him. And, you know, Frank is hitting 35% from the field. You don't hear nothing about what's up with his growth. And he was Frank. Um, if I say this right, people, Frank Tilakina, he's one of the top point guards in the draft last year. Long wingspan, talked about highly like any other guy, like Ball, like Smith Jr., rich point guard draft, right? Now, we hear all this mess about folks, but they will continue not to say just how bad he's doing. This is crazy. I just want to bring up some pointers that people are really a trip. Mitchell Robinson, my guy, averaging 1.9 blocks for the New York. He's a uh, he's a guy to watch out for in the future. And he done unlock him. Stop holding him back. Unlock him. He's hitting 64% from the field. Unlock him. Let him get it in. All right, he's going to be one of the most talented big men in this league. Unlock him. You put him with Knox and Porzingis, and that is a heck of a front court. A heck of a front court. You just got to figure out your back court. That back front court is set. I think Alonzo Trier is your, uh, and, and Tim Hardaway. Alonzo Trier is your dog off the bench. You got Tim Hardaway Jr. You look for you put Moody in there. Let Tilakina um develop. I think that's the best way to roll right there. Let Moody, he's experienced. Let him run the point until whoever's. I think both those guys together will give you a good productive point guard duo. Period. We out of here. Top of the this the first hour, man. We got more to go. All right, top of the week radio right now. I'm coming back. We're going to talk about these Eagles. We're going to talk about the NBA draft room. We're going to get on it. We're going. I think the second segment of the NBA draft room is, is going to be even live. We'll see what, um, how we go. We got, we're going to talk about some 29, 19 picks, how they're doing. And we're also going to talk about the, 20 uh 2018 picks and we're gonna talk about some 2019 picks how they're doing what's going on with these guys and how good they are playing all right so we'll be back y'all all right second segment we'll be back all right follow the top of the week podcast